Hello and welcome to Let's Hear Your Story. I am your host, Brenda McCullers. No matter how simple or complicated it is, your story is meant to be told and can help introduce others to Jesus. In this podcast, you will hear true stories of what God is doing within the lives of different people. Some of their stories are personal journeys to becoming a Christian. Others are stories of how God has shown up in their lives. Are you ready to listen? Let's get started. I've been trying not to say I'm so excited because every single time I say I'm so excited, (laughs) but I can't stop it. All right. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have Nicole. I say it every time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thrilled to have Nicole Windley with me today. She is the host of Believe It, Achieve It podcast. And if you have not listened to her podcast, you're going to want to tune in because it is amazing and it is just going to help you achieve the best life you can live now. It doesn't sound the same when I say that. It sounds a lot better when you say that. (laughs) But Nicole is also a life success coach. And we will put the link to her website and her Facebook and information like that on the description with the podcast. Welcome, Nicole. Oh, and of course, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm so excited to be here. I say the day that I stop being excited is the day that I don't have a podcast anymore. love that. I might have to steal that. Steal it, steal it. Pass it on, right? Because it's just that one person that we need to touch, right? That one person. Yeah, that one person. So Nicole is going to be sharing about her story, how she came to know Christ and about her faith. So I'm excited to hear all about it because I've just heard a little tiny bits and pieces. So Nicole, I'm going to hand the mic over to you and let you get started. Woo! So, right, I'm not usually on this side of the podcast. I'm usually the host. So, I will tell you though, I get nervous every time I do a solo episode, and I get nervous every time I go to be on someone's show. Right? I feel like it's easier for me to be on the on the other side of things. But um, I am super excited about this, and I've been thinking about this and praying about this episode for about a week now. I didn't want to write anything down and prepare that way because I feel like that I'm not being my true self. So I prayed about it. I just said, God, give me the right words to say today. And um, here I am. (laughs) So I will tell you, I guess I can start off by (laughs) my childhood. I was raised in the Catholic church. So we did, you know, CCD on Wednesday nights, I believe. And we went to church and we always went, we actually went on Saturday nights because it was casual night. Right. And, uh, just kind of raised that way. I say that my grandmother, my mom's mom was a Catholic saint. So everything in our world was around the Catholic church. You know, that's how I, I was raised. So I really wasn't raised to know a lot about the Bible, but I became in my adulthood, the Christmas <laughs> and Easter, and the occasional church attendee. (laughs) You know, it happens, right? You know, kind of fall out of it in my late teens and early 20s. I'll tell you what really kind of led me back to the Lord was that my boyfriend that we had been together off and on, right, just blissfully together for 15 years, he was tragically killed. And that was 
gosh, a real hard time in my life. It was when I literally hit my rock bottom and sunk into a severe depression and struggled with post-traumatic stress disorder and felt guilty um, when I was diagnosed with that because that to me was like for military people, right? So I was afraid to say I've been diagnosed with PTSD you know, like PTSD, like, oh, you know, what I went through was nothing like that. But I came to be able to say that this is me and started my healing journey. <laughs> it was definitely a journey that started on the path of healing. I kind of was definitely mad at God. I've also had to be able to be okay with saying that too, right? We're allowed to be mad at him. I was angry. I was very, very angry at life at everything. I, I say that at that time in my life, I was living in fear, anger, and depression. Life was a real struggle. Just getting out of bed was a real struggle. I started, you know, God, he works wonders, right? I mean, he started tapping me on the shoulder, slapping me on the back of the head and, and doing his thing. But I started really kind of getting afraid of hell. Like, Ooh, I'm really mad at you, but I'm also really afraid of that thing, you know? Um, and I, somebody told me to read the book, the shack. Have you read the shack or seen the movie? I have read the book, the shack. Very wow. thought provoking. <laughs> yeah. It, it had a real huge impact on me that book. And Oh, the five people you meet in heaven. I had that book forever. My dad had given it to me at Christmas and he always kind of writes the date and a little message. And I never read the book. And I got the courage up one day after Mike's death to read that book as well. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I get the message, right? It was, it definitely got my conversations with God started back up. <laughs> I went to a friend of ours wedding. It was at Beaches Chapel here in Jacksonville Beach. That's where the service was. And it was also where Mike's funeral was. So it was a real, real struggle for me. I wanted to go to the wedding so bad, but it was real hard for me. Like I remember telling the bride, I said, I, if I don't come, it's just because I couldn't bring myself to walk in. It was one of the most beautiful weddings I'd ever been to. Honestly, it was just, it was beautiful. And I, I, I just remember feeling so blessed and so thankful that I was able to experience that. Cause that's another nudge, right? He nudges us. Right. <laughs> and I pray to God every morning. Uh, thank you God for letting me. And I actually like visualize like a yellow brick road and it kind of veers off. And I always thank God for letting me veer off <laughs> and letting me get back on. And I, that is just something that I do every day. And so I'll tell you, my stepsister was, I don't remember, her birthday was coming up and she wanted our whole family to go to this church called 1122. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, being raised Catholic, it was a weird, you know, that's the weird church, right? It's not, it's a non-denominational <laughs> church here, here in Jacksonville, Florida. And it kind of like, started out as a church and then before you know it everybody had bumper stickers and you're like what does 1122 even mean like what is this? and then you find out it's a church and you're like what is this was weird right? <laughs> right I had one lady said she thought it was a surf shop she kept seeing it on people's <laughs> on people's cars she was like wow I wonder where that surf shop is <laughs> 
it was wild. I mean, it was wild. So I was definitely 120% resistant <laughs> on going to this weird church, right? <laughs> the cult. Yes, the cult. I joined two cults that year. I'll get into that. But um, so I went and I tell you, I was, I mean, I pulled into the parking lot and I was like, again, at that time in my life, I had a massive anxiety. Again, I was in fear, anger, and depression. And I didn't like being around crowds. And I was like, oh, but it's my stepsister's birthday. I'm going to do this, man. I walked into 1122 and I haven't walked out since. It was amazing right and what's also funny about that is it, we worship at 1122 and worship was not anything I ever did being a Catholic I definitely didn't listen to a worship music or anything you know you heard songs here and there along the way along life I used to go to meet my mom and my stepdad at church and I would always go late because I would miss the worship <laughs> Now you don't ever want to miss the worship. Yeah. Do you? Are you kidding me? It's like I never got, you know, I never, but I was like, I used to, so it was, it was a gradual thing getting used to this. You know, here I am a traditional Catholic girl and then kind of mad at God and then finding this beautiful place in a Walmart. <laughs> You know, a year later, I was baptized at the beach, which was incredibly beautiful. But on a backstory to all of that, on how like it all kind of comes together is your son and daughter-in-law are very dear friends of mine. I met Justin. I knew Justin a little bit. And then he started dating Kelly. So it goes way back to like their first date. And just watching them grow as a couple, grow as humans, grow in their business, was just really beautiful. I've always looked up to Kelly. She's a beautiful soul. They're just regular people, right? I was at a party one night and they were talking about a seminar they had been to with Tony Robbins. And I was like, this just sounds bananas. But I meant, you know, like I'm so intrigued, right? And they were telling me all about it. And I was just like, I don't know, Kelly, but I trust and believe you. So, right. There's something to this. Right. And it kind of just sat with me and lo and behold, I don't know if it was a year later or six months later, I don't know, but I went to my first Tony Robbins event and my life was forever changed. People can think what they want about Tony Robbins. People can think what they want about my pastor, Pastor Joby at 1122, right? <laughs> 1122 has been called a cult. And so is Tony Robbins. And I'm like, you know what? I joined two cults that one year and I haven't been able to take the smile off my face since. So if those are the cults I'm in, then so be it. But I will tell you, being in a room with 12,000 people under a guided meditation with Tony Robbins, and you open your eyes and you swear that God's floating around that room. It was the closest I've ever been to like really feeling God's presence in a room with 12,000 people all there to better themselves, to love and to have grace and to love yourself. Oh, I mean, it was just, oh, wow. Literally like my life, I stepped into my new life at that, at that point, came home to Jacksonville got baptized like a few months later. And uh, 
I know I was telling you at the beginning of us before we hit record that I have a tattoo on my arm that is a gratitude symbol and an open heart to always, always have an open heart for love. I, well, real quick, kind of like the biggest change in my life was when I discovered gratitude. I kept hearing it from my therapist. Then I hear it from Tony Robbins, you know, an attitude of gratitude. You have to live in gratitude. And then our pastor, I go to church and he tells us, gratitude, 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 get out your phone, right? And write down however old you are. Do you remember this exercise? I do. Oh, well, it changed my life. That's the third (laughs) time I've heard this gratitude thing, right? I went home and I wrote it down and I tell you, life life, life changing. And you never know the conversation that you're having at a grocery store, at a restaurant, at a party, on a podcast that can literally change someone's life. You know, like having that conversation with Justin and Kelly and them being in my life and them just planting the seeds unintentionally, they're just having conversations with their friends, really helped get me on the path of changing my life and living how I live now, which is full of grace, gratitude, and love. And it is. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever watched Nicole's videos, if you've listened to her podcast, that is her. (laughs) But it was a struggle. It was a struggle. I didn't just wake up, you know, like this. I definitely had to do the work, but I did the work alongside God and him allowing me. I thank him every day for allowing me to fall off of that path. But he nudged me back on because the devil is powerful. He was definitely out there working on me. I fell down. I definitely fell down a few times and, uh, it's about how you get back up. Mm-hmm. It's okay to fall down, but get back up. Put the yeah. put the bandages on. If you scraped your knee, you know, I, I visualize this <laughs> stuff too, like a burn or scraping my knee, but I put the ointment on, right? That's praying or, or changing who you hang around. I think changing who you hang around was a huge part as well. I prayed, I prayed and I prayed, I prayed about my friendships and my relationships in my life. And God removed all the ones that didn't need to be in my life. And he removed them in a really, I didn't have any disagreement. I did just kind of fell to the wayside. And I truly believe it's because I really prayed on it and really wanted it. And so God is just bringing these magical people in my life and removing the wrong ones. I had somebody describe it to me as your, it's like a cookie dough, like a chocolate chip cookie dough. You want to be the ooey gooey stuff. And all the chocolate chips just push out on their own, right? All those bad chocolate chips push out (laughs) on their own. When you live in the present moment, the chocolate chips, man, they go away. They just pop out and you don't even really have to work on it. You know, I worked hard on it in the beginning. I worked so hard on it. And then gratitude comes in my life and then grace and then believing, right? Believe it, achieve it. All of those things build myself up with all the bad bounces off easily. I still have bad. We all have bad. Life happens, right? I love the way God kept pursuing you and kept putting things in your life that led you and kept you directed toward him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like I'm, he might've even flicked me a little too hard <laughs> on the back of my head, but <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's what, so I had a lot of people that would tease me too about going to 1122 or getting baptized or things like that. And guess what? That's okay. 
Yeah. It's totally okay. Are they in my life now? No, no. And that's beautiful. It's wonderful. And at our church, as you know, but maybe a lot of your listeners don't know, they do a beach baptism once a year, which is like a big, huge deal. You know, I was baptized as a Catholic or an infant. I'm an infant getting baptized because my mom wanted me to, right? I remember I accepted Jesus Christ into my life as a teenager at an Episcopal church <laughs> with one of my best friends at the time. Her family was very involved in the Episcopal church. And and I got really heavily involved as a teenager on my own in the Episcopal church, but wasn't baptized, right? I was still baptized as a Catholic. They were talking about it at 1122. And then I found out the date was June the 11th. And that was Mike's birthday. And oh. I just knew it was wild. Like I heard that and I said, I'm getting baptized. Right. That's another flick in my head. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big, big deal at our church, the beach baptism. I didn't know really what I was getting myself into. And I'll tell you, have you been to the beach baptisms? It's amazing. There's so many people that come out. It was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that were baptized this year. I can't remember the number. Seems like it was close to. It was, was in it the 400s. To? Yeah. Yeah. And I, there was around 300 people. And my family came in town and it was just it was the biggest deal. Of, mm-hmm. of my life thus far, honestly, when I do exercises and try to go back to my top three memories, what is the most beautiful, something that makes you so happy. And it's walking across fire at Tony Robbins, getting <laughs> baptized and coming out of that water. And then looking into my dog's eyes, like those are my top three beautiful moments that can get me out of anything, which I'm going to plug your daughter-in-law. I can't help it, but it just popped <laughs> in my mind. So I wear two rings every day (laughs) and your daughter-in-law has a beautiful jewelry line called latin low she may be on my podcast believe it it, right i'm dropping plugs i'm I'm, I'm dropping (laughs) she did a fabulous interview on your podcast (laughs) (laughs) but uh, honestly when i said that i was like oh my gosh it's my latin low jewelry so she has a jewelry line line called latin low i came to her and asked her to make me a ring of when I was I had finished Tony Robbins and I was standing on the side of the Pacific Coast Highway and I have a photograph of myself and I'm I have my hands up in the air it's actually on my Facebook and if you look closely at it there's like a cloud shooting out of my head or coming into my head for me it's both you couldn't have planned that right it was to me it's all the new beautiful stuff coming in and releasing all the bad I found out where that picture was taken and I had the coordinates put on my ring and it's, and it says, say yes, you know, cause I'm saying yes to my new life. And then after I got baptized, I had another ring with the coordinates of my baptism spot and it says blessed. And I wear those two rings every single day. I stack it with another turquoise ring that my sister gave me for protection. So like, I don't leave my house without those rings. If I have stress and anxiety or or feel a panic or anything, I can look at them and that visual, I guess I need visualization, you know, for my tattoo and for my rings, you know, it's a ring, right? But it means so, so much to me. To me, the visuals too help keep us on track. It makes me think about in the Old Testament where they would build the altars so that anybody that saw it, they would say, oh yeah, this is what happened. God did this at that place. I have little things like that, little altars in my house too. <laughs> hey, that just whatever remind works, me. Right? I know what they mean. Other people don't know what they 
Right. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And I I don't even know where this is coming from, but right. It's God. (laughs) I feel like being a Christian, I'm, I'm air quoting here, right? You have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain way. You can't be this way. You can't be that way. And that's so wrong. Uh, there's so much that I think we get judged for. Like, you can't be like you are and be a Christian. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's for all people. Woo! All right? people. <laughs> <laughs> all oh, I love people. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I will tell you another... <laughs> these just pop into my mind, but I was meeting with a kind of like a branding coach when I was just kind of stepping into, um, being a life coach, which I never, my wildest dreams ever thought I would be a life coach, but I'm so blessed with being able to live the way I live. And it's because of working on my emotional fitness, right? I had to have my mind right. I got my soul right. And then I was able to get my body right. It's all mind, body, and soul. I was sitting out in the backyard of someone's house and I was kind of having a quiet time eating lunch and her neighbor came out. It was at at the beach. So there's neighbors, neighbor, very neighborly. (laughs) It's very neighborly (laughs) here in Florida. And I had spoken to this woman one time at a party. And she came out and brought me a God calling book. I'm I'm sitting by myself having lunch. And she said, I want to give this to you. And I just want you to know that you're doing the right thing. Because I talked to her about getting into coaching. It was so beautiful, right? Like, how do you even explain that? (laughs) You You can't explain it. It's And I have three God calling books that were given to me from three different people. I love when they mean so much. So something so little as essentially a stranger coming out and handing me a book had such an impact on my life and my career and me sitting here talking to you on a podcast. I like how you were talking about struggling with fear. You were struggling with anger. You were struggling with depression. You were struggling with anxiety, but instead of focusing on those and drowning in that world, you got the help that you needed. I think that so many people are afraid Mm -hmm. and fearful and don't know that those are things that God provides for us. Mm -hmm. And he's given people those abilities to be counselors, to be psychiatrists, therapists, to be life coaches to help us through those things and how important it is to have your tribe. Ah, (laughs) You know, I love my tribe. Yeah. (laughs) It's so important to have your tribe of people that can build you up and encourage you and support you and surround you with the love and the comfort and the encouragement that you need in those times. So I am so proud of you and taking those steps and realizing how important it is. Uh, it was hard. That first step is so hard to take you guys, uh, but it's, listen, I'll never say I had a bad life. Never have I had struggles a hundred percent, right? Like I have learned along my way that I've always been in kind of a fight or flight mode and uh, just kind of always kind of fighting through life and didn't realize it, but gosh, <laughs> I never ever imagined life being as beautiful and amazing as it is 
to me today and every day. Never in my wildest dreams did I know life was this amazing, right? It's so like, I just get so excited about it because life is exactly what we dare to make it. And I dared to make mine amazing and beautiful. And my life is amazing and beautiful. Does the bad stuff happen? 1000%. But it's how you react to the bad stuff. And I say, I have no bad days. I haven't had a bad day in five years. (laughs) <laughs> thanks to your daughter-in-law and your son getting, giving me that little push to right go to my my first Tony Robbins event and I really don't have bad days I have bad moments and as our pastor said last night and this is something I coach on and I always give him credit for it right is we need to cry when it's time to cry so that we can dance when it's time to dance and that is like woo, funny Oh, it's a huge, very big, powerful, powerful thing. And, and you can't go at it alone. I thought I could go at it alone. And what that did is that led me um, into basically sleeping a year or two of my life away. Awesome. I hid it all from everybody else. So don't go at it alone. And if you have the right people in your life, then you never are alone. That's so good. And if you need help, Going through things like that, you can get in touch with Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I know how to get you in touch with Brenda. (laughs) She knows how to get you out of that funk. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't happen overnight, I will tell you that. Uh, It takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of belief. And this is where I came up with believe and achieve it. Believe it, believe it or not. I have a cork board. I'm looking at it right now in my room. It's not a vision board. It's just a cork board of things that mean something to me. And I put it on there. And I had a friend of mine tell me, I'll call him a mentor. He told me, gosh, Nicole, you got to believe and trust. And I wrote down believe and trust. And I stuck it on my board. And when I was trying to come up with a name for my podcast, I saw believe and trust and then believe it, achieve it. Because it's oh my gosh, I have to dig in and believe a lot. I have to dig in and believe is like having that faith. Oh, and it's so hard sometimes, man. You know, it's so hard. It's so hard. But when you're present and you live your life in the present, in the present moment, it all works out. It does. It does. It all works out. (laughs) I'm so, so excited that you joined me today and shared your story such a beautiful story of what God can I hope I did you justice, right? Oh. I was nervous. Oh, you were fabulous. You were fabulous. And it just shows like when we put our trust in God and take those steps, what he can do. Oh, right. It's so, and it's so funny too, because like, even like, if I say something, I kind of say stuff off the wall stuff sometimes. And I'm like, Oh God, like, you know, I was kidding, right? You, I mean, you gave me this personality, you know, I was kidding, right? it's a beautiful way to live and it is definitely the way I live and it's something that I work on every single day well thank you thank you thank you (laughs) thank you my dear and god bless same to you thank you for listening to let's hear your story I hope you enjoyed today's episode please share it with your friends and subscribe write and review If you have any questions, please reach out to me at brenmccullers at yahoo.com.